0: Oh hey, it's me, your great-uncle Steve, who's come to bring you that delicious potato salad that you never liked anyway. Oh hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Naomi. I'm your host, and this is Mindful Musings. A place where you get to learn all about fitness, nutrition, psychology, and how they're all deeply interconnected. Sometimes we take a tangent or two, but in the end, I thank you for joining me, thriving with me, and growing with me. Now, let's go learn something together, shall we? Why, hello there. What are we talking about today? Perhaps we're talking about self-love and what that means, and how it's not just a hoofy-foofy-woofy-woofy thing that we talk about and like you put a bubble bath on and a face mask and you're like, ah, I love myself. It's much deeper than that. It has to do with limiting beliefs and I'm going to encourage you today to look at the dark side and why maybe just telling yourself that you love yourself isn't going to cut it. We've got to shake our limiting beliefs. We have to really identify them, point them out, and see them for what they are, embrace them, hug them in, and know that they're part of us in order to really grow and move forward. Because you can't just sit there, look in the mirror, and go, I love myself. Because you know what somebody who loves themselves does? They believe it so deeply in their core. It's such a part of their identity. It's a must. It's not a should. It's a must. I must love myself in order to survive and thrive and be good. Not I should love myself. I should do better. I should take care of myself. I should go to bed on time. I should XYZ. No, I must. There's a huge difference. And that huge difference is rooted in subconscious belief. I was thinking about it earlier and I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are probably a little bit narcissistic and successful. Because they really, truly believe that they're great. (laughs) It sounds silly, but I think that that's really part of the game. I think that they believe in their heart of hearts that they're great and that they're a gift to the world. And by, you know, a lot of measurable metrics, they are. I think you have to be a bit so deeply, deeply, deeply rooted in your belief that it's it's, a, it's just a must. You don't even think about it sometimes. But if we're working from a should to a must place, I should love myself too. I must love myself. It's going to look a little bit different. You have to love and embrace your inner child. You have to love every single part of who you are. Maybe that's a bit dramatic. You don't have to love every single part. But you do have to know it. And you do have to understand that it's all part of you. You can't take and pick and choose parts of you when we're talking about self-love and you can't truly make a difference or an impact, I believe, until you really, really, really believe that you're worthy. There's a lot of limiting beliefs around money. A lot of people don't think they're worthy of money. Their beliefs around money are all about, I have to work hard to get it. It's unattainable. But you know what's really interesting? People live right at their means. Because they must. They have to make that much money to survive, to pay their rent. They must. So change your should. I should earn earn more money. I should be worthy of that. I must. Now, don't go do something crazy and take out some crazy loan you'll never be able to make payments on unless you really believe that that's going to work for you. But what I'm saying here and what I'm getting at is that there's a big difference between a subconscious belief and a conscious belief. And I encourage you to reach down deep into your subconscious and start to identify what parts of myself are shoulds, which ones are musts, and which parts of myself am I not embracing, am I not loving, am I not caring about. The fabric of the universe is love, and I know that that sounds ridiculous, but it's absolutely true. There isn't really hate, there's just darkness and light. And if you can move towards the light and you can really, really embrace yourself and say, these are the light parts of myself. These are the dark parts of myself. You don't hate those parts of you. They're part of you. There's two sides to every coin. You need both sides to be yourself. And the sooner that you embrace the darker parts, the parts that maybe you're not proud of, the parts that there's shame around, the parts that you wish weren't a part of you, that's part of self-love. It's very difficult to do. I would suggest breath work to get there. Really being in your body, really thinking about things, journaling, studying your dreams, writing down your dreams, bouncing and interpreting your dreams to what they might mean to you because your subconscious is knocking on your door, talking to you, trying to say something to you. The signs are all around you and you will know it in your heart of hearts. You'll know your limiting beliefs because there'll be those knee-jerk reactions around love, relationships, money, business, success, anything. Anything that you can think of. Anything that's important to you. Friendships, community. If one of your limiting beliefs and one of the parts of you in your beliefs around relationship is that everybody will always leave me, then you need to do some work and you need to start to really 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 focus on that there's a difference between nobody's going to leave me and saying my life is full of people who love me and remain constant and with me try to remove those words and those sort of phrases that are like double negatives you know what i mean i think that there is a time and a place for those but You really have to get clear when you're talking to your subconscious and you really have to be certain and step in with power. You have to really know yourself. Know thyself. I say it a lot and I really mean it. You have to know yourself to begin to love yourself to begin to love yourself then you can come to relationship and you can come to money and you can come to business and friendship and community and creativity and all these other parts of your life and you can really embrace them and and evoke change in the way that you want and i think at least for me one of my core values is growth so if i'm not growing which means i'm not changing a bit then i sort of feel i feel dead inside i feel bad that might not be your belief. That might not be your structure, but you have to know yourself and you have to know what's important to you. I'm gonna truly believe that humans, I believe in the human spirit. I believe in the power of connection. I believe in the power of human connection more than anything on this planet. I think that we're here for each other and I think that we're here for our human experience and we get that through others. We're made to learn from each other and grow from each other. That's why we love media. That's why we love movies and press and the news and gossip and and radio and podcasts and storytelling. It's because of each other. It's because of each other. But we live in a world right now where convenience is more important, which means we're not seeing each other. And I'm noticing, have you guys noticed this generation right under well I'm a millennial hi hello everyone I'm a millennial um I was born in 1990 um there's like this generation right under us that um doesn't look you in the eyes when they help you and they're in these service positions they're really meek when they speak and they almost sort of have this energy that's like I don't want to be here I'm shy and I'm not worthy of being here and I am not sure 100% but I think that it's rooted in this place of I think they see it positively like I'm not special in it in a good way like I'm part of the collective we do everything together and they have a very hard time sort of stepping into their power and saying this is me I own this I'm proud to be myself because I'm just one of everybody else and uh, I mean I could be wrong and very open to it and I haven't given it a lot of deep thought but I find it very interesting that people who are teenagers right now who are in their very early 20s are sort of I don't know if it's just part of growing older but I find them to be I think it's the nature of that age but they're a bit lost they seem a bit lost and I think that it takes all kinds and I think that it's important and I'm sure that there's something to learn from them but when I engage with at least a, a pretty large section of that generation, I find it interesting that they only really feel secure and certain in making human connection through like a digital space. And I wonder how that will shape the world. And I wonder how that affects their self love and their worthiness of themselves. I don't know the answer to that, but I do find it very interesting. I would encourage anybody who does not know themselves or thinks that they know themselves to pull out a book and a piece of paper and start to just journal about yourself. I am the sort of person that XYZ. I am the sort of person that ZFW. And just write down the sort of person you believe yourself to be. What you begin to write is how. Those are the musts of your life. That's who you believe yourself to be. That's who you know yourself to be. And you will die making sure everybody knows it because human connection is important and what other humans believe about you and what you believe about you is important to you because you're a human being and I believe we evolved because we needed each other so we evolved with each other that's why we care what other people think about us people go oh I don't care yes you do some part of you cares I'm not saying that that's a guiding light in your life but you do care you're a human being <laughs> I hate to break it to you That's what I mean when I say embrace those dark parts. If your knee-jerk reaction is to say, Oh, I'm not the sort of person that XYZ. Why aren't you that sort of person? Is there any part of darkness or shadow there that needs to be looked at? Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. But I think it's important to sort of tap in, lean in, and look. The things that we often dislike about others. Are either the polar opposite of us, or there's something very, very deep and shameful within us that we do not like. So when we see it in somebody else, we point it out and we go, ugh, we recoil. So in your next page, you're gonna journal I am the sort of person that isn't. I am not the kind of person that. And then you'll see, maybe you'll be able to shed a light on some of the darker parts. Don't lie in your own journal to yourself. Be honest. It's hard to sit with yourself and be honest. It doesn't matter if nobody's looking. It doesn't matter if nobody's home. It doesn't matter if nobody looks at your journal but you. I know that most human beings will sit there and they will want to lie to themselves. They will want to continue and perpetuate a story that they've known since they were small. A story that they've told themselves because they are the kind of person that, X, Y, Z. Those are their musts. I must be the kind of person that this goes for the dark parts of ourself as well I'm the sort of person that nobody loves I'm the sort of person that nobody will show up for I am the sort of person that everybody leaves I am the sort of person that nobody is love there nobody loves it's really really important to look at those darker parts Because then you get to shed your light on them. And you get to directly confront them and say, I am the sort of person that is loved. I am the sort of person that people will show up for. I am the sort of person that is powerful and impactful. I am the sort of person that is full of abundant community. That's important and that's powerful. The stories that we tell ourselves become the house that we live in. The house that we live in is us. It's so important that we listen to the stories that we tell ourselves and we question, why is this the story? Otherwise, you will continue that pattern again and again and again and again and you will drive yourself mad and you will blame it on everybody else. It's everybody else I've dated. It's all of my other bosses. It's blah, 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 blah. No, you're the common denominator. Own it so you can change it. Change your shoulds to musts. I must be the type of person that shows up on time because it shows the sort of person that I am. I am the sort of person who is worthy and trustworthy and shows up on time. Maybe that's a value of yours. Maybe it's not. I'm the sort of person that shows up when I want because I'm relaxed. That's a value as well. And that's okay. Know yourself and know who you are, it's very powerful. I don't care who you are, and I mean that in the kindest way possible. You can be whoever you want to be. It takes all kinds in this world, and it's so important to be who you really are. It's very difficult. Look left and right of you and learn from each other. I believe in the power of human connectivity. Look left and right of you. I'll say it one more time. Look left and right of you. Learn from one another. If you are fearful... And you start to belittle people when they try to teach you something. Watch yourself. Just observe yourself. You don't have to change it at first. Just observe yourself. Oh, I notice the need to correct somebody. I notice the need to tell somebody that I already know that. I notice the need to tell somebody that I'm competent. It's okay to not know everything. Right? It sounds so simple when we say it like that. It's okay to not know everything. <laughs> You're never gonna know everything. I encourage you to be able to change your life and be able to love yourself. You have to step forward with action. The thing that limits most people is that they fail to have action. It's not that their idea wasn't good enough. It's not that it was a dumb idea. It's not this, that, and the other. It's that they never did anything. They get right up to the point of making action and making change, and then they don't do a dang thing. Why is that? There's a limiting be- belief below that that's stopping them. They are, are going to directly come in conflict with a story that they've told themselves their whole life. Which m- maybe it's, I'm not worthy enough of having my message heard. Whatever that is, whatever those stories are, confront them head on. If you're not successful and you've been trying to do something for a very long time, no matter what it is, successful in a sport, successful in a job, successful in romantic relationship, in friendship, in art projects, in creativity, in music creation, whatever it is, the answers lie within you. And the clues lie within others because they will show you. They will help shed light around you. People aren't here to just be angry at you. And there's plenty of people who will bark at you and they will say something because they have a weakness within them or a shadow within them. But it is important to sort of look at those illuminations and see them for what they are. It's not the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger as they say. Look at those messages around you. And if there's a pattern, and if it occurs more often than not, then maybe you should start to listen and look. Human beings are very, very clever. The way that society is set up is very, very clever. We're very smart. People say, oh... It all happens for a reason. The thing about us is we're part of nature. We're in symbiosis with nature. And we are no different than the flowers and the bees and the trees and the sky and the ocean and the rain. We are part of the system. We have patterns and systems as well. So when we say go with the flow, that's important. Why is that important? It doesn't mean lay down and let the river sweep you away. It's go with the flow and the rhythm of nature. Feel where you're supposed to be. You intuitively know. You will intuitively see if you listen, if you stop and you listen and you hear people around you, the dark parts of yourself, so you can begin to love yourself. People will always be honest with you, even if it comes across as a passive-aggressive remark or with them showing you with their actions. That is their honesty. It might not always be honesty through words, but will be honesty through action or some form of poor communication. Right? They will be honest with you. Their actions will show you, as will many other things. Sometimes actions aren't honest. I don't want to misconstrue that as it's always, always the truth. But what I mean by that is that there will be a pattern around you, and that will be the truth of the human beings. That's part of the flow. That's part of you with nature. That's part of you with the community. And in order to love yourself, in order to really, really love yourself, you need to be in symbiosis and look around and listen and be patient and really know yourself. Knowing yourself is is difficult for others, almost impossible for some others, and just like a walk in the park for others. So maybe you can have a Sherpa or a leader in this arena, but there's plenty of people around us who can teach us And it's really important. I have dissected myself left and right. And there's been all sorts of different metrics to sort of know myself. Personality test was a place that, or a certain personality test is a place that I landed to sort of know myself. And it wasn't so much the theory that I was obsessed with as it was the patterns and the sort of looking at people as little pieces of data that I could then begin to string together and say, ah, this makes sense to me. That was my version of knowing myself and where I began that evolved into so much more, right? And there was like people and mentors and and, and Sherpas in that area of, of knowing myself and a lot of work that's been done and still continues to get done. My current partner teaches me every single day something about myself and it's he's not finding new things about me. He's just illuminating areas of me that maybe I just didn't want to look at before and that's incredibly powerful to have in relationship and in friendship. It's important to have friends that are different than you. You don't want people who are all all the same as you. Sameness is beautiful. There needs to be some overlap because you need to get along. But your tribe and those people around you, I hope that you trust them because they will help you and they will lead you and they will be there for you and they will help illuminate those parts of you so you can start to incorporate the shadow parts of you so that you can really begin to love yourself. And when you really begin to love yourself, you will begin to make mon- monumental change in your life. You will change those shoulds to musts. And you will create impact. And you will be where you want to be, wherever that might be. I encourage you to try the journaling exercise. And if you would like to learn more, please, I'm curating a little collective of all sorts of lessons for you on the website. So join the wait list. That info is soon to come. But we are... Filming all sorts of things that are lessons about psychology, fitness, nutrition, yoga, workouts, all in this nice little library that you can visit and just learn a little bit every single day to evolve and be a better person. So if you want to learn more self-love, stick with me. We'll be here and we'll see you next time. Well, folks, that's the end. Don't turn it off yet because I'm about to tell you how to join the community and the conversation, and that's important as a human being, you know what I mean? You can find us on the Instagrams at mindfulmove.co or our website, www.mindfulmove.co. There's no .com. That's the end, because we're clever around here. I hope you have a beautiful day. I wish you nothing but the best. My soul honors yours, and we'll catch you next time.